0: Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 140 of Wrestling is Trash. I, of course, am one of the hosts of this podcast, Lou from the BX. Directly to my, I guess, right, is the other co-host of this podcast, who will introduce himself shortly. But for right now, we are here and we are joining you on another Trash Tuesday for the wrestles.
1: What's up everyone? Nick Ganaselli, joined by a special guest, Vincent Kennedy McMahon today. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, pal. I, know, I didn't know we'd be honored, but I hope <laughs> doing good. Um, a little lighter show today, which is nice. As you guys know, the past couple of weeks, we've been diving into everything, everything, but we got a full show ahead and some really cool things to talk about and stuff we'd love your opinion about. But how are you Absolutely. doing, Lou?
0: I am doing fantastic. I managed to grow this full dark mustache in two days if you can believe it. Um, For all of you watching, you'll be able to see what we're talking about. If you're listening and you're fucking up, you should really be checking us out on YouTube. But I am doing well. Everything is good with me. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about the fact that I went to a local wrestling show. I'm not sure if I brought it up on the last episode, but We have a local promotion. We actually have a couple local promotions here. But probably the biggest one is called CCW, which is Coastal Championship Wrestling. And they have shows everywhere. Like, I'm just finding all this out. They have shows in Homestead. They have shows in Miami. They have shows in freaking Kissimmee, Florida. They just travel all over. And um, there's a lot of familiar faces who show up there. Uh, Kylan King was just there. Um, Gangrel is one of the founders of the place. So he's like always showing up there. I got to meet the owner when I went to the show. Um, and I didn't even know I, he was the owner until I walked in and, um, he noticed me with my fucking tiger mask on and my full, my better, my feather boas that I was wearing. Um, so yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, the experience itself was good for the most part. Um, I ended up leaving early. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Um, because I was very, so it took a lot for me to get my ass up out the house and go participate in the outdoor activity. I've become like something of a hermit lately and, uh, trying to get myself out of this funk that I'm in. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to this show and I'm going to go whatever by myself. I'm going to have fun. It probably would have been better to go with people or at least another person Mm
1: -hmm. instead of
0: me going by myself wearing a fucking costume. And then sitting there not knowing anybody. So yeah. um, so I had a little bit of anxiety with that because people didn't know really what to make of me. They were like, What the fuck? Who is this guy? Is he gonna like jump over the railing? Is he part of the show? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, like you know what I mean? So I got to meet some cool people there and shit. Some people were asking me about the mask and and stuff like that. And when the wrestlers were coming out for their entrances, uh, I was sitting front row. So, uh, all of them stopped and were like, Oh shit, fucking love that mask, Um, which was cool, which was cool. I did enjoy that, but one dude insulted me and I, and I took it personally. Like I, I really did. This one dude came out and he was a heel and, uh, he was coming out and everybody was booing him. Cause I guess, you know, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know who's a heel, who's a face. I'm new. So, you know, I'm, I'm following the crowd. If the crowd's booing, then I'm like, okay, this guy's a heel. I'm booing. Um, so this one dude came out who again, I don't have anybody's names because I was just wanted to go there fresh and experience it um and then I'll do research and all that as I was telling Nick off air, I'm going back on s- this Saturday for another show um uh, but this one dude came out and uh he kind of like looked like Goldberg bald headed dude uh kind of that same build he kind of like right back Goldberg build um. And he came out. Everybody was booing him. And he's telling everybody, get up, stand up, stand up. And he's just walking around. And he looks at me and goes, yeah, you stand up. You know you need it. And I was like, man, fuck you. Goddamn.
1: Right and I out was, was
0: just kind of like, that shit actually fucking hurt my feelings a little bit. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. This guy actually, he got me with that one. I don't know what it was about it. But he just got me with that shit. Um. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I got to interact with some of these people. Um, the one real important thing that I noticed about this, and I've been finding this a, a lot about wrestling, like independent wrestling shows, bro, there was no outside padding. It was just concrete on the outside of the ring. So oh, I was oh, like, man. um, are they going to put padding before this shit starts? Cause it took a while to start because everybody in Miami shows up late to everything. So they were waiting for the crowd to build up a little bit more before they started the show. And, um, I was sitting there in the front row and I'm looking at the floor and I'm like, yo, that's straight up concrete on the floor. Like, cause it's inside of a. So this event took place inside of a brewery and uh, it was in the back of the brewery, like where they make the beer. That's where this shit was. So it's like a lot yeah. of steel and pipes and it, it looked dope. Like it looked like, like a, some type of around know, shit. Cool setting. So yeah, it was, it looked cool. Unfortunately, number one, there was no AC. So it was hot as balls. Um, but they had big fans or whatever. And I'm waiting for them to put like padding on the ground and it never happened. Then they started to the show. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess this just means that we're not going to be seeing any crazy dives or any uh, shit. And so I was like, okay, well, whatever. The first match, there was a dive <laughs> in the first fucking match. There was a dive dude. Uh This dude jumped over the fucking top rope onto another guy. And they both hit the floor. And I was like, yo, you motherfuckers are nuts, dude. Concrete. Yeah, like
1: that there's no
0: get there. And there's another dude, the one name that I did remember, this really cool dude who I actually um got to interact with him on uh Instagram uh the other day, hopefully future guest on this show. His name is Ozzy Killmeister. And he's kind of like a um obviously with that name, he's like a heavy metal type of Mm-hmm. Head banging character, and he did a fucking uh what do you call that shit? It's not the moonsault because he did he just like basically did like a front moonsault to the outside, and he is a he's not the tallest dude, but he's a wide dude, and he fucking did a dive outside. So I was just like, no way, bro. There's no fucking way you are not gonna catch me diving onto concrete. So <laughs> overall, it was really fun. Good. I'm looking forward to go back and um i kind of want to like get to go to more of these shows it's just it gets expensive to keep paying for these tickets but um cuz they have a lot of shows so um but i enjoyed it i really thought it was really fun and uh the crowd was into everything and there was chants and all these things so i'm like as a rookie i'm like okay cool i got to come cuz there's people who have their own chance there and shit like there's this one haitian dude and his thing is uh time to eat so they 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 chant time to eat time to eat yeah. there's another guy who uh he comes out to the heavy metal version of the wheels on the bus go round and round and he his tights his tights are like a school bus colors like yellow school bus colors with the windows on yeah. painted on a thing and he's like a big giant older guy and he was over as fuck like when he came out everybody lost their fucking minds so uh yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. It was really fun.
1: That's awesome because I I haven't been to like any small, small ones in a long time. But uh sometimes they can be like a dud though, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that like this one wasn't, you know. It seemed like everything just fit perfectly.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I would have been tight if it would have sucked. But I like I said, I ended up leaving early just because anxiety got the better of me. Um and I was very happens, happens that chair definitely. that I was sitting in was like a wooden chair and it was like not comfortable at all uh and then add the sweat and the just everything else i was like all right i've seen like six matches it's time for me to get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> yeah. so i just bounce nothing wrong with that but yeah man how's everything with you what's going on with mr yeah. nicholas i got no complaints work is work plays play that's play. Yeah, right um, to let everyone know i had a catastrophe mm. the other day um so while I'm here, I only brought, like, my iPad because I didn't want to carry a bunch of shit with me. Um, so my iPad fell, though, and the screen cracked mm. pretty bad. And uh, first thing I did, to be real, was I went to the camera. And I tried seeing, like, what was fucked or whatever. Everything would have been fine. But, like, the anxiety in me is, like, nah, like, I I, I just got here and all this. Like, I can't have a fuck screen. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Cause like I was watching shows after on it and I was like, I can get by this. Like I can. Then it's like, well, let me see if they have any repair places like close by. And there's one like 10 minutes away. Oh shit. Very quick, fair price, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm telling my boy about it. He's like, yo, I can just give you a ride. They open at nine. I'll just take you at nine. I was like, all right. right." And then an hour later, well, went to bed, then got up. Then an hour later, I had a brand new fixed screen and. Probably the best decision I made. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because cause it's crazy because the way we talk, like, the way I have it laid out. Um, So your face is closer to the camera side. Okay. And, like, my face is closer to the button. Right. So your face would have been just all fucked. Oh, right yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, when those things <laughs> break, gotta, gotta they, sure. they break, they always break in the worst way possible, bro. Like, it's always bad.
1: Yeah, so... Happy, though, I got that fixed. But besides that, man, I got nothing. Playoff basketball starts this upcoming Ooh. weekend for basketball fans. Saturday, Celtics play. I know the are playing, I think, today, actually. Uh, the Hawks and the uh, heat, The Celtics get the winner of that. Who do you guys have first? The Cavs, can't Greg, Cleveland, son,
0: 6 o'clock on Saturday, which I actually fucked up because I told you I'm going to this wrestling show on
1: Saturday. Uh, I don't know. And it's at 8 o'clock. Dog, if there's one thing I love just as much as wrestling, it's basketball. Like, I love football, too, but that's always on Sundays. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But basketball, as we know, is every day of the week. Dog, I, I'd skip that show.
0: That's just me. That's what I'm saying. I fucked up because I already paid for the tickets. Like, uh, I bought...
1: What time was- what time's the show at? It's at 8 though.
0: o'clock, though. So the game should be, like, at the end. I could, I could, like... I'm already thinking about it. Like, I'll be able to watch 90% of the game here, and then I'll just... Throw my gear on or whatever, and head out. Drive to this place. It's not far from here. It's like twenty minutes because it's up here. It's closer than the other show. And I just have the game on in the car while I'm GPSing, and I should be able to. But it's like it's not acceptable. I shouldn't have done that. Like I should not have. Yeah, done you didn't
1: that. know. To, to to be fair, they left the playoff schedule out like three days. Yeah,
0: I was that. too. I was too open on this whole wrestling shit. They send me another email that like, oh, we're having another show. I was like, oh, Pompano. Yep. I'm going to that show, and I didn't even think about it. I just paid for the tickets. I was like, ooh, Saturday, perfect. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm like, oh,
1: Saturday night, got nothing to do. Yeah,
0: and then that schedule came out, and I was like, what am I doing on the 15th? There's something I got to do on the 15th, and I don't remember. Then I was like, oh, yeah, the playoffs start. Uh,
1: Yeah, and especially, like you said, if they don't start at exactly 8 o'clock, you're even more on
0: the play. So. Yeah, I'm gonna probably get there like at eight. I don't have to get there super early. I'll wait till the game's over and then I'll head over there and whatever. But if the Knicks lose, which they better not, and I'm assuming that they're gonna win this game, if they lose, I ain't going fucking nowhere. I'm gonna be miserable.
1: So. I'm hoping the, uh, the Hawks win tonight against the Heat. Reason being is cause that's who their last, the Celtics last game of the season was against. And I doubt the Hawks had all their people going because they had a play-in spot locked regardless. But, like, our bench, like, and Pritchard put up, like, a triple-double against them. Wow. So it's like – and at the end of the day, in my opinion, I think the Heat are a little more dangerous than the Hawks. Absolutely. I
0: don't want to have anything to do with playing the Heat in any type of setting. If, in any type yeah, of setting so, that counts, I do not want to play the Heat, bro. That's a dangerous yeah, team. Yeah, so
1: – yeah, so we – we shall see what comes of that. And, um, one gripe I do have because it made me think of when the wrestling shows start. And I guess I could transition to our first topic is wrestling shows, I think, let open doors late and start shows late. Genuinely, unless it's like a pay per view or a live TV, like a house show and stuff. I think they start late on purpose. So everywhere I've ever gone, if I go to say to a like a football game or a basketball game, like, if they say Doors are at 4, Doors are at 4. Yeah. I feel every wrestling show I go to, I'm like, yeah, Doors are at 4. They open out like, 4.30. Yeah. And then, like, oh, yeah, it's a house show. It starts at 8 o'clock. It's, like, 8.15. Yeah. And it's, like, I think wrestling does it on purpose. Like, I genuinely think they do.
0: Yeah, it's funny because this show, so, again, I like being – I don't like being late. I don't like being in a rush. So I had to drive to Hialeah, which I know for people listening to this, probably not even from Florida, you have no fucking idea what that means. Hialeah is about 48 minutes from here, maybe an hour. So I used to live in that area before. Now now I don't, but I'm familiar with that area. So I was like, okay, I kind of know where that is. Um, Traffic. The show started at uh, supposedly it was seven o'clock. It was supposed to start, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I'm leaving, if it takes me 48 minutes in light traffic and it starts at 7, well, what time am I supposed to leave? Do I leave at 5? Mm-hmm. That's in the middle of rush hour. So, I was trying to, like, weigh all that shit in. So, I left, like, at 5.20 something. Um, But it was Good Friday. So, there was, like, no traffic for me whatsoever. Like, I, uh, I was, okay, yeah. dude, I went straight shot. There was nobody driving. So, I got lucky. But I get there and my thing is I want to be able to park without it being a pain in the ass and I want to get inside and do my thing because I of course there was three tiers for tickets there was standard admission which was uh, 20 bucks I think or whatever Um, front row was 25 and VIP front row was 40 so I was like 40 bucks for VIP front row I'll take that like the fuck like what's 40 bucks and I was like I was thinking VIP was gonna be like I'm in my own I don't know what the fuck I was thinking so I bought VIP tickets and then when I looked up what VIP was it meant that you get to go in half an hour early and you get to meet people and take pictures and blah 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 so I was like oh that's cool I'll go in there and sit in my chair early and whatever and because I wanted to actually like I was thinking like I'll help you set up or I'll help whatever I was just trying to like figure out a way to get in there and uh i get there and like i told you this guy was starting late because he was like "Ah, people haven't come yet people are running late so i'm like all right well i paid for <laughs> fucking i paid to go in at 6 30 and it's now like 7 15 and the show is actually supposed to start at 7 and you haven't started it yet so like what the fuck did i pay for you know what i mean?" Like I paid for nothing. I gave you an extra fifteen dollars just like for no reason. So now I know next yeah. year I just if you want to get the front row, just pay twenty-five bucks and get front row, not VIP front row. Because all in all, VIP front row, I was literally sitting in the corner in the front row. It was the same shit as if I would have paid fucking twenty-five bucks.
1: So. <laughs> Little bit of um, a ripoff,
0: but it's okay. It was my yeah. fault. Now I know.
1: But to speak on that and the reason I say that is because we had a huge announcement on the AEW side of things the all in pay-per-view is coming back from the famous Wembley Stadium I believe it's the August 27th I believe it's the end of August 24th 20th, something like that and I personally think this is huge one because Lou and I have talked about this before UK has some of the best crowds oh yeah like, per, like they're just loud and everything like that. Everything they do, they just give so much energy, which this summer UK's getting spoiled, which I'm at for them. Have, there's a lot of shows going on overseas. Um, I think this is not just huge for them. I think this is huge for the company. Um, I do want to get the negative out right away, not on my end, but for all these wrestling fans being like, they're not going to sell this out, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dog, stadium shows unless it's like a Honestly, a WrestleMania, and the reason I say a WrestleMania is because the way they have the big stage and everything, they're not meant to be sold out. They're not to be. Because usually they have a small, like you saw Clash of the Castle, SummerSlam. They have the smaller entranceways, right? And they book golf like half damn near almost half the stadium. This isn't meant, they're not meant to have an eighty $80,000. Eighty thousand people's show. Right. So let's just get that over the way. This is going to be a success regardless what happens. Yeah. But um, before I answer the question that you put in the note, Lou, what do you think? What do you show overall reaction to it? Yeah, just a big just show. Just as and the far first, as the first AEW show coming back. Yeah,
0: just as far as these fucking marks who, Dude, they're not gonna sell out. They're gonna fail. Listen. So they haven't started selling tickets yet but what they did do is um i think they they opened up the site for the preorders for people to sign up to get yes. notified or whatever of the preorders and dude 25,000 people signed up within the first like hour or two 25,000 people bro so yeah literally with that i mean you want more than i feel like they they're probably going to do I'm thinking they're gonna do maybe 40, 45. Um, that's and with thinking. that, it's gonna be pretty much a success for them. Like that's that's gonna be I a think success be for their them.
1: Biggest um, biggest yeah. show ever, right?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they sell out whatever. Because the thing is, they have to build the stage. So depending on how big the stage is and what they do, you know, there's gonna have to be seats eliminated. So you know, you don't, you won't know the final. You know, what capacity it is or whatever it can hold 90,000, but that's just the, you know, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, these people who just immediately just the, the negativity of they're not going to sell out. What is he doing? What's he thinking? It's like, bro, he's, you know how exciting that is for those people over there to be getting that big ass wrestling show in that place. Like it's awesome. And it's just awesome to take yeah. this, this, this thing overseas gonna- like that. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a huge success. It's because you got to think, like WWE, who's been going to the UK forever, they go there and do house shows and they sell out. Mm-hmm. Imagine all the AEW UK fans that have yet yeah. to have a show. Yeah, like dude, this is gonna, this is gonna be amazing. And I'm happy for the wrestlers because this is just another huge platform. You know what I mean to show off on, show their product off, everything like that. Um, for us viewers, well I don't know about mine. I haven't done the math yet. But for people like Lou, it's not gonna go on till midnight. It's gonna be a Saturday or I wonder if it right. I think it's on a Saturday. That'd um, be great. So I think Saturday afternoon wrestling, even Sunday afternoon wrestling, whatever it is, is always a big W in my book. Yeah. Um so big fan of that. So I think this is gonna be this is gonna be fucking dope. And I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very excited for it. I'm super. It's stoked. another wrestling pay per view. It's another wrestling pay per view. How can you not get excited? Yeah,
0: for real. Now, Nick,
1: that's how I look at it
0: with this pay per view here happening. And as we like to be fantasy bookers here on this show, what do you think should be the main event of this show going by everything that's going on right now? What you think is kind of leading towards that direction? Cause they're kind of building some stuff now. I don't know if it's going to head all the way over there, but you know, basically as far as storyline
1: goes. So mine, so you gotta think, with a show like this though, you have to build a good card. Not just because of ticket prices, but you have to make it worth it for people to want to do this again. Now one thing I know Tony's gonna do Which I don't blame him for doing. He's definitely gonna have like forbidden door people, I guess you would say at this show. Like maybe not your typical, and that and that. Yeah, well, it's because it's
0: all out. All out is is basically you know one of those shows where they get everybody from everywhere. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. So that that's an advantage he has, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Which is a good advantage to have. So I like to live in a world where the main event. Should always be the champion, but as we always discuss, and I think it's another topic on here. So it's I'm kind of entering both. I feel the obvious you have to go with is two matches, in my opinion, either CM Punk versus Kenny Omega, or the Elite versus FTR and CM Punk, because. As we said since fucking September of last year, you have your natural storyline right there. CM Punk, as we say, because there are probably some people who watch or listen to us that hate and don't want him to come back. Anything. and probably maybe even stopped watching the show because we want him back. Yep. But we say it, we don't talk ratings, but the dude brings in ratings, he brings in business. Now... They have plenty of time though, and to counter that, to build, cause I think double or nothing's the end of May, so they're gonna have a solid three months to build someone for MJF if he's still championed by then, which I think he will yeah. be. But, I think you have to go like the whole, the brawl out boys. I think you gotta, I think to me it's just, it's the obvious answer. Uh, I know the easy thing is to bring Punk back at a Chicago show. Now, maybe oh. if they're going to Chicago on the way to All In, and that's where you throw him in, because I get it. You want to take advantage of those those situations, those massive pops. But I don't know, bro. And Kind of answer that question. I think I think you need him back and everything like that. Um, what do you think, though? What should mean, man? Yeah, you? it's
0: it's tough because you – so immediately I'm thinking – The main event that I, that I feel like would, should headline the show would be CM Punk MJF, right? For the champion. Yeah. Because.
1: Which I'm all about.
0: That you can easily rekindle with no, you know, and that's, mind you, bringing back punk and getting all that settled. Um, but I say that, and it's like, it's, it's another question on top of another question is like, it is, is it even fair to, That we're both immediately, like, CM Punk. Like, it has to be... Because my thing is, like, I would say CM Punk and MJF or what you said. The Elite Mm -hmm. versus CMFTR. Like, that would be the ideal for me as far as headlining the show. But then again, it's like, is it fair to the rest of the roster that it's, like, immediately I'm like, oh, it has to be CM Punk? Because... You know what I mean like the show cuz and it's just it's funny I told you the other day I'm wa- I'm over here watching all out all, all in on Honor Club like I was I watched that pay-per-view the other day cuz I had never seen yeah. it um so I was like good oh, good show by the way Yeah hell yeah it was fucking awesome I'm like oh shit they have that on Honor Club let me just I'm sitting here bored let me watch this and I just watched it so um I think the main event was it was uh the Golden Elite versus Rey Mysterio Bandito, and uh, mm-hmm. who was the other guy that was there? It was Rey Mysterio Bandito, oh, and um, Ray Phoenix. Um, mm-hmm. that's the main. That was the main event, which is like they had Kenny Omega on that card, and that was like wrestling for the IWGP Championship against Penta. But that wasn't the main event, you know what I mean? So, isn't that
1: the show too where Cody won the NWA yeah, title? Yeah,
0: he beat Nick Aldis for the NWA title. Yep. Like, it was crazy. That show was fucking insane, bro. Um, and just to think that we're gonna be getting another show like in the in that vein is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I guess we can kind of answer that question, that second answer later, since we're gonna be talking about CM Punk in a little bit here. Um, but it's just, it's just funny that immediately I'm thinking that he has to be inserted into these main events, because
1: well, it's because the point I want to say does go with our other topic, but I have to say it now for it to make <clears throat> sense is they. So one thing people might not like, like my opinion on, which is fine, is when you do these overseas shows, you need a, a big attraction. There's no bigger attraction. Now, this is where this does, I don't want to say hurts because it doesn't hurt, but they don't have a homegrown massive superstar yet. Keyword yet. Like, at the end of the day, the company has even been around four years, right? Yeah. So, you can build, like, even Kenny and MJF, you could build towards Kenny and MJF, who's, like, a big, big superstar, right? And I'm using superstar on purpose. I get it. It's pro-lessing. right, 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 you right, need superstars, yeah. right? But, like, is it gonna intrigue the fans if, say, the MJF what uh, the main event was like MJF fans? Someone they just a the storyline they just built up, like you know what I mean? Like I bet you it'd still be a great show. Won't doubt that whatsoever. But when you're going overseas, man, you need those attractions. I'm trying like to see. you do you need like is there anyone home from over there that they can maybe build towards MJF to kind of have like a homegrown like hometown hero match? I
0: don't know if anyone's from that area. Um, from, I mean, for immediately, I'm thinking of like the, like the Davy Boy Smiths and stuff like that. But I can't think of anybody, maybe Osprey or, yeah. you know, um, which I think he's going to end up being on that show. Like, I think he's going to be healed up enough to be on that show. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, it's just, See, bro, CM Punk has a lot of fuck. He brings a lot of eyes. That name has brand recognition. Like, you, and he's popular over there in
1: his pastime.
0: Yeah. You want that bringing more eyes to your product because say whatever you want and we'll stop talking about CM Punk here if you want so we can continue this later, but no one is. Bigger, nobody on that roster is bigger than CM Punk. Nobody, 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 and I'm and I love AEW Moxley, Jericho, Starks, Hobbs, Sting, Darby. They have a bunch of stars on their roster. Danielson, Adam Cole, but as far as blockbuster, big fucking names, and bro. None of them are as big as... I'm sorry. There's some people out there who hate to hear that shit. I'm sorry if you don't like it. But it's true. It's fucking true. None of them are bigger than CM Punk. So, that's just the
1: facts. But someone who is going to be... Has the potential in my eyes to become... Because he's already an amazing professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. And has the talent, in my opinion, to get to that next level. Last week on AEW dynamite it became official jay white is all elite um hell of a debut damn near started the show yeah um the only to answer your question i thought it was a great debut i'm happy he's there um we've been on this show saying we wouldn't have cared if he would have went to the fed but with everything going on there. Smart move. I guess he's been signed now for like a week or two before that over there. Yeah. Just yeah, smart yeah, yeah. move in general. You know what I mean? I d I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he's gonna fit in perfectly there. Yeah, he's they had apparently they, they well. had
0: they yeah. had initial talks and then something happened that they tried to word it real nice, but like basically they didn't follow up enough with him yeah. and his people and he felt like, Well fuck it, I'm just gonna go somewhere else. And yeah. that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Yep. And uh you know, so I think AEW is an amazing platform and to go to. Um, the only thing I think I would have done different, you might know this more, just because like as you know, like I don't watch weekly wrestling live. I have to watch it like after. Yeah. Um so did they hype up the match that he kinda came in at
0: or So This so what happened is um Juice and Ricky uh yeah, they had a match scheduled for. Yeah, you know, okay. They they built but did it they up. Build up to it. Or yeah, it last week, because last week him, him and Ricky got into a fist fight or whatever, and he Ricky put a challenge out. Juice came out and challenged him and shit, and then they got into a brawl or whatever. And then they announced that they were having a match. So um yeah, they built it up. It wasn't just like random, but yeah. My thing is like, it <laughs> so I was excited to see him, obviously, mm-hmm. Jay White
1: obviously yeah. but
0: like just I don't understand where these where these like like I'm not obviously I'm not a booker we're we're not bookers we're not professional bookers we're you know pretend bookers fantasy but like bro <laughs> as soon as I saw that I immediately had a better idea and it wouldn't have taken much just a slight tweak of what they just did would have been so much better so what happened for anyone who missed it Juice Robinson and Ricky Starks were going to have a match. They both did their entrances. They both came out. And then um they started a the match. And then they hit the Bullet Club music. Jay White comes running out. The cameraman fucks up and doesn't catch the initial part of him running. Yes. And then he runs out and they beat the shit out of Ricky. And then they pose. And then they leave. Fine. You know, that's how they decided to debut Jay White. My thing is this. Why not? Have Ricky come out and do his entrance. Have Juice come out and do his entrance. Or vice versa, whatever. It doesn't matter who comes out first. And then my thing is, why don't you have like the referee about to call for the bell to start the match and then have Juice in the corner just kind of like staring at Ricky and laughing and then Ricky staring at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And then Juice just goes like this Go and, then music hits. and the fucking lights turn out. You cut the lights off, you cut the lights back on. Jay White standing in the ring. You would have gotten a much bigger pop for that. Like to have him mm-hmm. standing there like that with his fucking jacket on and shit. And then they beat the shit out of Ricky. Then you hit the bullet club music and then they leave. Like I don't maybe he wanted the music to hit for people to hear that first. And then get them like, oh shit, bullet club and then do that. But I just, you know, the debut for me, although I was happy to see him, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? And even the cameraman fucked up. Like they caught, they caught him late as he was running and it just, it
1: was. Yeah. Like it was a good debut, but not a good debut. Yeah. It was weird. The they, they, oh. it, they weirded it up. My thing with debuts is I think it needs to just take the attention instantly. Like. You like, you make your pop, like your entrance hits, and you go with it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't like the run in as a debut, personally, because I feel it. Like no one reacts as good as they should react. Because some people in the crowd might have popped early when they instantly saw it was him. There were probably people there who had no idea who Jay White was. Then there's other people that reacted who knew who he was but reacted late. So, I'm a fan of just the big pop at once.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why I think if they would have done that shit, cut the light off, bring the lights on, and he's standing in the ring, everyone can see him. Everyone who knows who he is is going to start freaking out. Then the people mm-hmm. who are will start freaking out because the other people are freaking out, and then you get your pop. Then you can have your action, yeah. you have your brawl or whatever, and finish it. It's just the way he did it was just fucking, it's a little
1: strange. Just a little weird. Yeah, though. I thought it was a perfect time in general. To debut him because yeah. in that that whole week of wrestling in general is a very watched one, um, in my opinion. And especially after the clusterfuck of what Monday was. Yeah,
0: man, it was Damn. the Dynamite After Mania. What a wonderful yeah, Dynamite, Dynamite After Mania, Mania we had.
1: Yeah. Um SmackDown made up for it, my opinion, at least. But uh, uh yeah. Yeah, speaking but of no.
0: SmackDown. Speaking of SmackDown. Triple H made his appearance, because obviously, if you guys know, Triple H made his appearance on Raw to do his then-now-together-forever speech bullshit that he did. Um, and then they put out one of the worst Monday Night Raws of all time. Uh So then it was announced earlier in the week that Triple H is going to be appearing on SmackDown, which he did. And he showed up to announce that the WWE is going to be having their annual draft. I use quotes because they... It, it, the draft happens whenever they feel like having it. It's not even annual yeah. anymore. Um, but he said they're going to have the draft in the next few weeks. Um, the actual date has not been announced yet, but, um, my thing is like this. Does the draft even matter anymore? Cause if you look at the past few weeks of TV, like everybody's going everywhere. Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley's on, Smack- on, on, Raw, on Monday Night Raw superstar, and now she's the SmackDown champion. Riddle is a Raw superstar who showed up on SmackDown. The Usos are SmackDown superstars for wrestling on Monday Night Raw. It's like, everybody's going everywhere, bro. It doesn't matter who's on what roster anymore. That shit didn't happen before, bro. Like, before, Raw and SmackDown were two separate things.
1: Yeah. And that's what I want to see, though. You know what I mean? Like, personally, that's what you want to see because then it's like, I don't know if you watched any of the Ruthless Aggression like documentaries they did when they did one on Raw and SmackDown and it became internal competition. Yeah. And things like that. So I just think it makes sense. Obviously, this is a perfect time to do one. um, But yeah, you need to, if you're going to do one, like stick to it. Now, are there going to be circumstances where you probably have cross-gender shit? Like whatever, but yeah, lately the past few years it hasn't meant anything. Like first... I'd say I'd say they haven't they have brand integrity for like five months of the year in the beginning, yeah. and then it's like all right, now we're gonna move people around,
0: bro. Like I think even the last time they did a draft, I think literally the next week, like uh, who was it? It was either Finn Balor or Seth Rollins was like on Raw, or it was one of the two. Like Well, yeah, they, they did they, the
1: draft, and then Roman's next contender on Friday Night SmackDown when he had just the Universal Champion yeah. was a Raw Seth Rollins.
0: Yeah, it was like, it was like, what the fuck, man? Why do you even do this? Like, what's the point of the draft? Like, I don't understand, but, bro.
1: Yeah, it's like cool, Seth and Roman, that's awesome. But he's I on honestly the other feel shelf.
0: like, I honestly feel like the draft is like it's almost something for them internally to do to just be like, okay, well, these people are together. Let's keep them together. Uh, We want to separate this tag team. Let's, let's separate them in the draft, Mm -hmm. which rumor is the street profits are being separated at the draft, which I'm not mad. uh, It's bittersweet, bro. It's bittersweet for me because, you know, (laughs) I mean, what else can they possibly do as a tag team anymore? Like it's, what are they gonna win the tag team titles again? When are they gonna do that? Because they're not gonna take them off Sammy and and KO for a little bit. Like yeah. I don't think they're gonna have that long of a run with the tag team titles. But no, they're I not going see them to
1: losing it by SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, but they're not going to the Street Profits afterwards. Like it's that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen. It's probably gonna go back on the Usos, to be honest with you. Um But like what else can they do as a tag team, man? Like what else is there for them yeah. as far as being in the, in that group, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And there are certain like groups you can break up and you can't, right? And they maybe they go kind of the New Day route with it, where they're still homies and things like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it will be to the point where they keep the same music, because as you know, even Big E ended up... Oh, yeah, okay, no. Not music.
0: One, yeah, of them will, but, one of them yeah, will keep but, the music and the other one will get new music. As
1: we know, on this show, I'd say in general, we, we praise the street profits, like we give them their due. Angelo Dawkins, I'd say in the past just year has improved tremendously. Oh yeah. Um, I think if done right, he could be a good, like good individual character. I think he's gonna have to sit down and think of that. But we all know Montez is a star. His and who? I'm assuming if they split, Angelo's the one going to SmackDown because Bianca is the Raw Women's Champion. And I okay, don't, right? I didn't think about that. E- We'll talk about Raw later, but she's facing EO next, so I'm assuming yeah. that's going to happen at Backlash. So, yeah, okay. I don't see them. Yeah, you know I mean, um, I don't. I wouldn't be mad if EO is the one that beats her. To be honest, so I really wouldn't be mad. I love yeah, it's Io, it's but, fine. Uh,
0: I think I think uh, you know Bianca's had a 365 days or yeah. longer than that. Obviously, she's had it a full year, and yeah. eventually she's going to have to lose. <laughs> like eventually, so if you know I, had I mean? to
1: pick, if I had to pick, I'd rather Bianca and Montez go to SmackDown. Um, then well, yeah. but uh, to me, I don't care. Um, yeah, you'll see that there. And I don't know. There's some, like, I think the Judgment Day as a whole, I think they're going to keep them together. But I think they're going to go to SmackDown because of Rhea. Yeah. I could see that happening. Um, do you think the inevitable question? Do we see a second title? Hmm. Go to Raw? Because I'm assuming it. If they split titles, Roman's going to be exclusive to SmackDown, I, if I had to guess, because that's their one show.
0: What do you mean, like the actual titles get split?
1: Yeah, like, do you see the titles get split? Like Raw will have a chance because like I said, Roman will stay on SmackDown. That, Smackdown would be some
0: weird, that would be some weird shit for them to do, like with the draft. Like, oh, we're also splitting the titles up. Like, that's shitty. Like, they really shouldn't do that. Like they should have Roman lose and then they can either make one title or just split the titles back up and do it that way. Cause how are you just going to tell Roman? I think a
1: split happening before a, com- a combined title, personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
1: Just cause of all the reports, reports and stuff we read. You know what I mean? Um, my, I,
0: my ideal, like my ideal situation for this would be. You got SmackDown, and you got Raw, and those very, not even very rarely, but, like, it has to be some really fucking big storyline shit for somebody to cross over to the other show. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, so my ideal thing is to have, like, the two rosters. Only executive decisions can be made of, like, okay, we're going to send Raw to SmackDown this week because he's having, like, a blood feud with whoever. And we're going to have him go sneak attack. And it's going to be like, what the hell is Seth Rollins doing here? Oh, it's craziness. It's madness. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He shouldn't be here. Like, that's the only reason. That's the only time that shit should happen. And there should be, and for me, this is just my opinion, one champion of the company. And that champion goes wherever the fuck he wants. I go to Raw. I go to SmackDown whenever I feel like it. I go to Raw whenever I feel like it. That's, yeah. I defend it here. I defend it there. I'm the champion. Like, cuz the
1: thing is they can make they can make that work cuz if you remember the first ever draft in 2002 um Brock was the champion or just won the champion but they went like or Triple H was it too like they went like 6 months before they brought out the big gold belt and yeah. it can work my thing is you just need a full time competitor cuz then even if you go back to was it in 2014 when Randy Orton won both titles and then Daniel Bryan won it? They went from 14 all the way till the Universal debuted at SummerSlam yep. in 16. So they went two plus years with just yep. one. And a lot of that reign was Seth, but even Brock was it at times. But I guess that was also when SmackDown <clears throat> was definitely more of a B show. Like, you know what I mean? That's when SmackDown wasn't really that, that yeah. good. But my thing is you can make it work. You just need the competitor to do it. Like this isn't me bashing Roman as I've said before. Um like I said going into the Manius uh episode but like if you had a Cody or Seth or even Drew. a Drew Immediately a I think of title, Drew McIntyre. Like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you can go and the thing is you don't have to be on both shows yep. every week. Like you can be on Raw this Monday and start a feud say with Seth and since you are facing that one guy, he kind of has the the rights to go back and forth because you're going that. So you can be on Raw one week and SmackDown the next week. It's not because like you have to be on Raw; you have to be yeah. on SmackDown every week. You know that's just that's just my take, but I agree. Like if you're going to do the one champ, it has to be someone who's on TV, like right, or at least on both shows. Like Roman, I would say at least every other week he's on TV for the most part. For the most part, every other week. I, I think day. so. Maybe they go to, but he's never on Raw.
0: Yeah, it's so it's I so funny that he's up. like. Since he, he does.
1: In the count, because it's been a year since he won both titles, Mania to Mania. I probably won't realistically do it, but I'd love to count how many times he's been on Raw since. And I'd say it's less yeah. than 10.
0: It's funny with him, too, because it's like, you know, he, he he wants this part-time schedule, so I, I think he would hate my idea. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm not showing up to fucking, I'm not doing both shows every week, fuck you. But somebody yeah. like a Drew McIntyre, who's like, you, you could tell, like, that dude is like, yep. And the thing is, too, with that idea, like, wouldn't you think that that gives the title, the champion, and the title more prestige? Like, this is the champion, this is the workhorse, he's fucking coming out, yeah. defending He's on every show. He's representing the brand. You know, it's like, I feel like it just puts more prestige on it. Cause this Roman thing, it's, it's fine. I'm not shitting on Roman or, you know, the storyline that they got going on or whatever. Cause he's obviously, he's put the work in bro 960 something days on counting. So, uh, he's definitely got the prestige behind him, but I just feel like I would like one title and just. One champion across both brands, bro. That's
1: just and maybe maybe that's because I personally think whenever he does lose, um, which is crazy, because it could be as soon as SummerSlam or it could be next Man- year <laughs> Mania, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. Because um, there was a tweet that said like what he need like if he wants to be everyone's reign that's ahead of him, like where it needs to be, and one of them goes to like backlash of twenty twenty. Now, oh yeah, yeah, not gonna go that far, but. I think I, if I read correctly, and if I read correctly, this is what pisses me off though. I think his no shit a thousandth day as champion is at Backlash. And I don't think he's advertised to fight that wow. Backlash. Which, which to me, if that's the case, that's weak. Cause there's your story, storyline right there. It doesn't have to be Cody. It could be anyone, you know, cause like, remember they did that good with the Usos and the Street Profits. Uh, oh no, the Usos and the New Day. Remember the day on SmackDown, the way the calendar just lined up—it was they did an impromptu USO Street Profits, I mean, USO's New Day tag title match, and it was on the day of them tying the New Day for the record with the title. So there, there was did there was no build needed. It's as simple as that. Like yo, you're gonna break a record. You're gonna go, I don't know. So I could be wrong. I have to look into that. I'm actually gonna look into, but. So maybe because I think once he drops the belt, he's going strictly part time. I don't think part time like Brock part time, um, but I think we'll see a lot less of him than we yeah. already do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm cool with to be honest. He, I'm he, cool with just because Roman's been on our screens nonstop since like yeah. It's funny to say like, oh,
0: he needs a break when he's literally working like a part time schedule. Like, keep it Sometimes I don't even think that he's there when they do some of those like backstage. Like those episodes where he just shows up nah. backstage, like in a video thing. That shit is probably taped like who knows where they could have taped that shit in fucking Oregon when they're in California or something and they just playing it like today. You know what I mean? So, um, the, the fact yeah. that I, I'd say like he needs a break is ridiculous, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like he said in that interview, he was talking about, uh, did you see that interview where he was like, they would love to have my schedule. Seth would love to have my schedule, but. Can, yeah, he, yeah that's get that
1: Ariel Volani. They can't because, get it.
0: They just can't
1: uh, get it. I'm telling you that, Ariel Volani does get yeah. good interview. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wish I had that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but back to the draft, I think, if done right, as I guess what we're getting at, both of us, is if done right, if there's that roster integrity, it can be, it can be fine. Because back in the day, it's like on Raw, you had, like, you had the, evol- you had evolution and then you had like RVD, Jeff Hardy was there. And then on SmackDown, it's like you had Edge, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Like back in the day, and they say it too, like on Mondays, you saw your storylines and good wrestling. But on Fridays or Thursdays, whatever SmackDown, like that, that was your yeah. wrestling show. Yeah. That's where I remember Edge was like, He's like, yeah, because that's when Heyman was running SmackDown, and Edge was like, yeah, you and Guerrero, uh, you guys got three segments. Cool, a third of the show's running. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I miss uh, those days. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. I guess we'll. I
0: miss those days of the uh, SmackDown we'll being see. like a different show because that also made it more like must-watch. Like you want to see your specific, you want to see your specific guys wrestling on your specific show. It was like literally like. A completely different show. They had different announce team. They have their different, you know, wrestlers on there and their matches and their storyline. So I, I don't see why they don't go back to that. But you know, again, I sit here and I like wonder these things. But they're making more fucking money than they've ever made ever. So I've, apparently yeah. they're doing something. Right? Yeah.
1: And then, but but speaking of the draft on Friday as well, we saw a vignette return for Shinsuke Nakamura Absolutely. to return. And there are reports, and I say reports, and I'm going to use just all this loosely, because Triple H has intentions of getting Nakamura back to where he was at WrestleMania 34, with AJ as like a big star, which we know Triple H is high on him. He has been the whole time, but there's a certain mustache man that can always get in the way of everything. There he is. He's returned. Um, just in general, like I think we could both agree we think Shinsuke has the talent, everything, charisma to be that main event guy. I don't think we but are you just excited to see Shinsuke that? Yeah,
0: um I'm, I'm just happy to see him come back and not be uh acting a fool with Rick Boogs. Uh I wanna see Shinsuke involved in like the IC title. I wanna see him involved in like
1: storyline. Fuck that. If Roman's gonna have this rain, if Roman's gonna have this long rain, even if it's till SummerSlam and we know Nakamura is gonna lose, I wanna see Shinsuke go against yeah. Roman. I mean they did didn't they give us that
0: match sometime last year? No. Or did they bitch out on that storyline?
1: It it went for like a week or two and then it got dropped and then like riddled. Came out of nowhere and challenged him That's on that random wingers, SmackDown. Yeah, something was there and then it just died. It's when Vince was still. The yeah, mustache, mustache man, man strikes involved. again. Yeah, because you got to think if, I, and this is where it's going with Shinsuke though. If Roman's going to lose it, it's going to be at like a SummerSlam or a Mania. I don't think like he's going to lose in America. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying because I think they got backlash, which obviously Puerto Rico's America, but you have backlash. Money in the Banks in London, and then I think there's the Saudi show in between there, and then SummerSlam. So you have three – well, three shows. Like, you can easily get Nakamura. Yeah. I don't match on one of them. And he's, you know – Nakamura's one of those – But London, I think they – London, they, you know they're going to go to UK competitor, yeah. which I'm cool with because I'd, I'd be down to see Sheamus. I'd be down to see yeah. Cooper. Yeah,
0: and Nakamura's one of those guys that you really don't have to try too hard to yeah. – You know, get him involved in shit. He's fucking Shinsuke Nakamura, bro. He can do... You can go out there with anybody and and throw hands and throw legs and feet and whatever. uh, And you buy him as a threatable... A a threatable... What am I trying to say? A credible threat. I said a threatable crit. Okay? That's what I said. A credible threat to anybody. So...
1: Did you... um... Going back with Shinsuke, when him and AJ had that match at Mania, did you think Shinsuke was I winning that night? I was very excited
0: night? for that. Going and uh, I, I didn't think
1: Shinsuke was going to win. And then you got hit yeah. in the nuts.
0: He, that's when he punched AJ in the nuts, like those three different
1: matches. Um, uh, Shinsuke. And then, yeah, his heel turn. His heel turn. Was no, horrendous. bro.
0: No, 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 so no, no, no. One of my all-time favorite moments ever in wrestling, period is when Renee was interviewing him outside of his locker room. And she tells oh, him, no. uh, Shinsuke, she's trying to get answers. She's like, fucking, why did you do this to AJ Styles? And he's like, I think I just got too emotional. I'm very sorry for what I did to AJ Styles. And he winks. <laughs> he fucking winks. Like Then she's like, okay, Shinsuke, obviously you're being facetious here. You know, come on! I, I want an answer. Why did you? Why did you do this to AJ? What? What was your thinking? Why did you do this? And he literally goes, "Sorry, no speak English." And yes. walked away, dude. I can't remember the last time I laughed so, like, so. Because usually you see things coming in wrestling. You know, we've been watching wrestling forever. We've seen it all, bro. Um. And you've seen racial things happen in wrestling, but it's not exactly like left up to the wrestlers to do these things. It's like given to them. But bro, when he did that, I let I I bellowed with laughter when he did that shit. I thought that shit was the funniest thing ever. I watched that clip all the time, dude.
1: Did you like his heel entrance music? Like that other thing he had. I don't for remember
0: a while. anything aside from his regular theme. It's not-
1: so remember it started it had more like a rap
0: or oh shit. I don't even written. really remember so, that.
1: Yeah, if you look up like Shinsuke Naram Shinsuke theme yeah. twenty nineteen, but it's the one like his when his entrance video like when he would come out, it'd be like the guy picking up the guitar. And I, I can't I don't remember I what have the to look words it were. It's not a bad it's not a bad theme. Um but you weren't able to do which probably made sense because he was yeah. a heel. You are not able to do the... Uh, yeah. Uh, last month.
0: yeah, and I like when they do that. I like when they yeah. change the themes that way, because, you know, everybody wants to come out... Even if you're a heel, if you're coming out to that song, they're going to sing your song. That's what happened to Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was a heel. Yeah. And that stupid fucking song, they changed the song, and now everybody wants to sing his song, whether he's a heel, he's a face, he's a... You know, whatever. It's like, so you got to change it in order to cut that shit off.
1: Except that I do miss when... Pat McAfee would go ape shit when Shinsuke would come out. Yeah. He would get on the table and start dancing. I I got a video when we were at SummerSlam uh, that you could tell they were doing, like, a commercial break. And uh, Shinsuke just won the IC title. I think, like, the night before because that's when Corbin was doing that. uh, Yeah. Broke-ass Corbin, whatever bullshit. Yeah. They came out, introduced your new Intercontinental Champion. He was King oh, Nakamura because right, remember right. he took Baron Corbin's yeah. crown, and the the place went nuts. Obviously, but Pat McAfee like jumped on the ground and
0: Wasn't there uh, wasn't dancing. there an episode where <laughs> I know I saw this? Wasn't there an episode where he was coming out with I think this is when he was coming out with Rick Boogs, and um, he's coming out and he's shredding. Pat McAfee's like shredding. He's shredding. And then there, wasn't there wasn't there a episode where he's on the table and he basically had, uh, McAfee, and he basically yeah. has his nuts in Michael Cole's face. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's doing like, right on him. He's like air right guitar, like right in his yeah. face. Like that shit was hilarious.
1: See, I didn't mind Shinsuke with Boogs for the comedy aspect and even yeah. the entrance. Like Boogs helped, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, Shinsuke Nakamura can do way more than be with Rick Boogs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I, you know, I didn't mind that first. And it's the, nothing
1: against Rick Boogs. It's just Shino no, of course. Yeah,
0: Boogs can go do his own thing. Like I, I, I want Shinsuke. Don't have a lot of time left, bro.
1: We don't need Eagle. him.
0: You know, he's an older. He's like my age, older if, if anything. You know, I, I'd like to see him get a proper run at the. You know, give him a shot at, and let him do his thing. You know what I mean? He was great as NXT champion. So sometimes these things don't
1: translate to the main roster, but I'd like to see it at least be tried. I want to see, so he's only a world, not only all, but he's a world title shy of being a Grand Slam champion there, too. Wow. Because he's Holy got shit. the, he won the tag titles with uh Cesaro, if you remember, during the uh Thunderdome eras. They were the tag champs. Obviously, we know he was the IC champ, and he's been, he when he was a heel, he was the US champ. Because Amen. that's typical WWE fashion when Vince was in charge. Speaking, the, of, speaking the United of Grand States, Slam champions. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Grand Slam champions, Liv Morgan is uh, two titles away. She's two titles away from being Grand Slam champion, son. She's tag team. Cha- she-, Wal- she got the tag team championships last yeah. night. She was SmackDown Women's Champion. And was, didn't she have the tag team titles in NXT or no?
1: No. So I think she needs the Raw Women's.
0: She would need the Raw Women's Championship.
1: Dude, I saw something last oh, night. Um, so let's. I say we jump into Raw now and then save the punk shit, the punk shit for the end. But so after her match last night, and the challenge, and just in the from Mania to Mania, she's had a hell of a year. She's won the women's tag titles, Money in the Bank, SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, she went the distance as well in the Rumble, right? It was her. Yeah, she 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 was in there
0: a while.
1: Yeah, and she pinned her Stratus.
0: live, man. She, I, 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 you know, she's grown on me. Let's say that much. She and definitely. She been on me. Well, yeah. That's, that's, that's your, that's your, that's your woman right there. But she's definitely <laughs> grown on me. Again, I don't, I don't know what it is about her that they constantly make her lose. Obviously, she just won the tag team titles. Yeah, but for her, how so. long? That kind of negates. Come around. Yeah, that, that kind of negates what I was just saying, but, um, and I think they did that. I think they got them the belts purposely so that they could take those belts to SmackDown and lose them to Rhonda and Shayna. Ronda. So they don't have to come to Raw. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but like I, when they gave her the championship, well, I don't want to say gave hmm. when she won the championship. They could have done a much better job not making her look like shit. Like, I get Mm -hmm. that they tried with that weird Ronda Rousey, I tapped out, but I had your shoulders down, shit. Like, I was willing to, like, kind of work with that. But I don't see what's wrong with people losing every now and then, bro. Like, I don't... Like, that's one thing about WWE that drives me fucking crazy. Like, last night they had Lashley and... and um. Uh, bronson reed and what happens they fight and they go to count out like mm-hmm. i get why you know they probably did that because they want to save that match for you know a bigger show or something. i could
1: see this going like two or three matches and i'm not know.
0: and i'm not gonna bitch about raw last night because honestly half the roster wasn't there so they had to like do the show on the fly so I'm not going to yeah, be I read about this last morning. night.
1: Sammy Zayn and Riddle showed up Yeah, they the literally hour
0: walked hour. in the building and they were like, "Okay, you're going to go run, run, run to the front of the ring." Like that shit's crazy. So, again, I'm not I'm not, you know, not going to shit on Raw. Not that Raw was terrible or anything last night, but I'm not going to shit on it cuz they just they could only do what they could do yesterday with the roster they had. So, um but it's like I don't I don't like with Liv, you have her winning. She's supposed to be a babyface and you have her winning like by not cheating but that's what she started doing there towards the end. Like she was mm-hmm. like trying to be duplicitous and shit and trying to win like in in like devious ways instead of just getting pins with her with her freaking uh finisher. And it's like you can do it dude. It it doesn't matter that she's not the biggest girl in the world. Put her in there with people her size and let her win matches like
1: just like the one person they did that good with was Alexa Bliss when she was her yeah, five feet Yeah, man.
0: That bitch was beating everybody that. when she was the uh, five feet of fury. She was beating everybody. It didn't matter who she was in there with. If she hit that fucking twisted bliss, it was over. Like the only one that it yeah. didn't work with was Naya. When they put her in there with Naya, then it was like, all right, listen. You, you, you can't do much against this big bitch. Like you're not, you. you know, this five feet of fury is only going to take you so far. So, but yeah, they did it with her. I don't see why they couldn't do it with Liv, bro. I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to talk about from last night was that Cody promo. Mm. So, funny. Everyone's, I'm getting John Cena circa 2012 vibes. Loses the big match at Mania. <laughs> Brock attacks them the next night. <laughs> Cody challenges Cody challenges him to a match at Backlash. Brock in. Cena fought at backlash. Cena ended up winning, though, which was crazy to think about. That Brock lost his first match back in WWE, but did he? I think that when yeah, he came back, beat him. when he came back at that I Raw after so. Mania
0: or whatever it was, I thought yeah, that was. I, think I thought lost. that he I think... didn't he squash the shit out of Cena in that first match.
1: No, Wasn't that like that, 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 that famous title,
0: match where he suplexed him like fucking sixteen mm-hmm. times?
1: So that was in, that was for the title, like two years later.
0: Holy shit. Okay.
1: I think Cena won, but Brock left him looking like shit in the end, mm. kind of thing. Um kind of like where Brock and Bobby, like Brock won that bullshit match in Saudi, but Bobby laid him out. I think it was something like that. Right. But I'll say they definitely got Cody did a great job. It was an incredible promo. Like he got a lot of praise for it on the internet. Um And to see Cody and Brock, I'm kind of into seeing um, I don't think it'd be a bad match. Um, <clears throat> now everyone's been saying it's been in the works for a while. Like, all oh, this is the plan. This is the plan. Whatever. I'm going to ride it out to see yep. what goes on with this Cody, Cody Brock thing. Um, as long as he doesn't get like squashed. As long as it's not like a a squash, I'll be. It's just. Yeah, I don't like, uh, again. I, if they fight, if they wrestle though, real talk, like they wrestle, they have a match, and Brock wins do they the obvious answer is if Brock wins do they try furthering the story as Cody trying to get through all this adversity like that's the route they're going or do you think you have to have Cody beat Brock
0: the thing is like it, a lot of that's that's been the main point of contention with a lot of people this past week is like oh Cody lost because he hasn't faced adversity blah 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 like bro his fucking arm is hanging off a fucking piece of a muscle yeah like yeah. That's that's a lot of adversity to go through that and come back and then win the Royal yeah, Rumble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I didn't even want to go there. Like, the thing with Brock is like, why? Why didn't you just like instead of doing what they did? Like, why couldn't you just have a match? Like, they yeah, have the match and then
1: do that. yeah. Like, why couldn't you have a match? Like, and it's. It's super easy. Cody or Brock beat Solo because Cody already beat Solo, and, and so that's fine. And Brock can beat anyone he wants. Like, let's be honest, yeah. right? Um, you're not really buried, in my opinion, if you take a pin from Brock Lesnar. That's just me, but I agree. The only reason I asked that is because so I've been seeing report. Like I saw two reports last one last night, one this morning that Triple H is really considering this summer at some point doing Brock and Gunther and Brock oh. even did an interview over Mania week um, with, t- and someone asked him about the match. And he's like, when I heard about it, like I was up for that challenge kind of thing. He's like, but at the end of the day, I don't make those decisions. Yeah. Um, which makes sense where Vince probably came in. as like, nah, dog, you're going with almost, which I'm not mad that him and almost wrestled at yeah. the end, but Cause Cody's gonna go get a rematch. It doesn't, we don't know when, but it's gonna happen. And I don't see Brock at that point in his career like a Cena where he loses like pretty much every time he comes back. So me personally, after reading that, and I wanna know if you agree, I'd rather Cody lose to Brock so Gunther has a better chance of winning. Cause I don't see in a summer Brock losing to Cody and Gunther. I just don't see it happen. I guess what I'm getting at is I'd rather see Gunther get the dub than
0: Cody. And if you beat Cody and get... That's the thing. Like, In order to make that make sense, you would have to have... So you have Brock beat Cody. Then eventually you're going to have to have a a rubber match and you're going to have to have Cody beat Brock to get revenge for that loss. With a rubber chicken. Yeah. (laughs) The rubber chicken match. You would have to have them book another match that's down the line and then have Cody beat Brock now to get the win back. To then progress further to get back to Roman. So, because you can't just have Brock beat Cody and then Brock's like, all right, bro, peace the fuck out. I'm going to go wrestle Gunter now and uh, we're going to go do that whole program. Like, Cody's going to have to get that win back in order to. Mm. They got to be real careful with this shit. Like, I know that Cody's over right now and Cody can cut a promo with the best of them, but if he starts taking too many losses, he's. Bro, these people are going to turn on that babyface Cody shit. They're gonna do it. He's gonna start hearing. Booze. I could
1: see it going. They could. Uh, he could end up like babyface Roman Reigns.
0: They're gonna start booing him, and once that shit starts, it's it's over. It's fucking over. Like it, you you just you are gonna have a missed opportunity there because. Once yeah. these fucking assholes starts chanting what and fucking doing all their dumb shit and booing, it's just, oh, well, be out there, bro. It, it, you, there's no coming back from that shit. There's only certain people immune from that. And I, I don't know if Cody is one of those people.
1: Um, now my thing is they have to, if Cody's going to win this belt, it has to be SummerSlam. That's their big stadium show next in the states because people are saying they can go till neck dunk. Cody is not going to mm-hmm. stay white hot without a title till next Mania. He'll probably be over, but he's not going to be white hot like he is right now. Just Same. just in my opinion. I just. Well, SummerSlam is what's in August.
0: Slam? Goddamn, what's before SummerSlam? So we got Backlash?
1: So I think Backlash. Then aren't they? They're doing like King of the Ring and Saudi. um, And then they have Money in the Bank.
0: Oh, they have... Uh- King and Queen of the Ring in May at the end of May. They got two pay-per-views in May.
1: What's the other one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Backlash. Everything from Backlash on until SummerSlam, no pleas are happening in the no shit United States.
0: Wait a minute, bro. So they don't have a pay-per-view for three months? No, in July, I don't think.
1: That don't don't sound right, Because
0: they don't have... Wait, bro. Oh, July. Okay, they have money in the bank oh, in no, July? No, no.
1: they do. They don't in June. In July, they have money in the bank in the beginning of the month.
0: Because it says here, so you have backlash in May, end of May, and then in June... Uh, okay, okay. well, that's forbidden door. That's weird, because when I'm looking at this thing on Google, it says um, they have backlash in May, and then King of the Queen in the end of May, and then mm-hmm. money in the bank July 1st.
1: Yeah. So they don't have one in June. Oh,
0: so June is where they don't have a pay per view. Okay. Well, it
1: kind of technically, yeah. it's at the
0: end of May. So I, I, I understand. I get it. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of like June, but not really. If anything, I'm
1: cool with that because that gives you the whole month of June yeah. to build up for the London show.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: Damn. Look at London, man. London balling. They get money in the bank and then in July and then literally the end of the next month. They get all in.
0: Good for them, man. Those those, those are high They could win this
1: two of the best shows of the year.
0: Very good crowds, man. Very good crowds. Good for them.
1: Yeah, and then, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's all I really had to say about Raw. Um, But Lou, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Before we close out today. We already know your answer is yes. AEW needs CM Punk back. We preach that every week. People probably hate us. (laughs) who can fill his shoes if anyone
0: well that's when i was uh i was going on my soliloquy earlier about it and i um i don't think anybody can i really don't not at that level of where he's at like obviously moxley took charge and he fucking put the company on mm-hmm. his back and he ran with his title when he, you know, everything was going fucking haywire. And he was still showing up every week, doing everything he had to do, bleeding on he's people. Supposed to be on vacation. Busting people the fuck up. Supposed to be going on vacation. No. He's every week, he's there. He's wrestling. He's doing what he's got to do. He's cutting ill promos. Like, he was doing everything. Plus, not even that, he was going to Revolver. He was going to IPW. He was doing blood sport. Like, he just... That dude, you know, he's a different dude. And and when I say no one can like replace CM Punk, I, I don't mean that to denigrate anyone else on the roster at all. Like I don't even mean to put anyone down by saying that. It's just it's the facts. Like you CM Punk is a household name, pretty much. Like he's done movies, books, comics. UFC commentary, he fought in the UFC, you know, his name is just bigger than anyone else. And you can tell by looking at, we don't talk ratings on here, but you look at the ratings when he was on the show and when he was not, and you can see the things are a little different. So yeah,
1: because I said it, I said it to you over text because I don't care about ratings. I watch a show to watch the show, but when Punk was on, they were at a million or if not just under. Last week, as we said, was a very big. It was the dynamite after Mania. Yeah. They'd even break 900,000.
0: Yeah. Right now, it's been holding you know what I mean? like, so
1: like. that's what,
0: They've been doing like eight sixty, eight eighty for the past like mm-hmm. month. I think they hit and a the million. Too, like, they hit a million like a month, a month though, like and a, a half ago or something like that. They hit a million randomly because I don't even think they really had. um anything, like, too... Um, they were promoting anything big, I think, but they had a great show, which they always had a yeah, right great show. Yeah,
1: I think it was right before Revolution.
0: Yeah, so I was like, oh, cool, they're back at a million. Let's see how this what happens. And then yeah. the next week was, like, 980 and everybody was freaking the fuck out, which, dude, Warner Bros. Discovery is, in like, in love with them. They love these numbers that yeah. they're getting. So, I these people who argue ratings, like, I don't understand you. Like, dude, I really, to me...
1: To me, when it—that's why I don't get invested in ratings, because right, eight hundred thousand—that's still eight hundred thousand yeah. people that are watching yeah. this. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And that doesn't count for the people who watch like right now. I watch next day and everything. Yeah. People DVR and things like that. But um, dude, the kind of with the punk thing, right? Everyone knows he had a very unsuccessful run in UFC, like fighting. Right? Hey, I give that dude all the credit in the world for trying. <laughs> But dude, like he was one he was like the co-main event on each of the shows he was on. And all he did prior to that was WWE. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like he's a star.
0: There's never been anybody like there's never been anyone like CM Punk, and I've said this before. He left for seven years. Mm-hmm. These fucking people chanted CM Punk for seven years. Seven years bro seven years they chanted for this guy they never they've not done that for anybody maybe the closest things the the what what chant chant. but that's just more being fucking annoying that's like
1: i don't even think i personally
0: i'll keep it a buck i don't even think some of the people who do those chants when they're at these shows even know who stone cold steve austin is because you'll see little kids going what and, like, they don't fucking know who Stone Cold Steve Wilson is. They weren't watching yeah, they back know then. don't
1: Stone Cold was out there. Bro, they were
0: that sperm that. back then when that shit was going on. Like, they, they have no yeah. clue. So, that's not even, yeah. like, considered Stone Cold, but these people literally been chanting CM Punk for almost a decade trying to get him to come back. So, that's never happened. So, you can't tell me that that dude's not relevant, bro. You just, you can't.
1: Yeah, they gotta bring him back. The all-in show, I think, is the perfect time. Because, say all out in Chicago, which later, as we said, we'll, I don't know. We'll dive into that more. I, in I don't
0: know how that we're gonna we're gonna try to cover that more because I'm very confused at how that's gonna work. Because all out is like their mania, like you know. What yeah,
1: I Yeah, mean? it's
0: I'm um, so. How do you again? You could say that you know WWE is doing a two night WrestleMania or whatever. So why wouldn't these people be able to book you know, yeah, two, but. You're telling me I gotta pay sixty nine ninety nine this weekend, and then next weekend I gotta pay another sixty nine ninety nine for a pay per view. Like, oh, hey, bro, it's a hundred. <laughs> I, I can't do that, bro. This I cannot much. do that. I don't give a fuck who you got on the card. You bring back the zombie Ultimate Warrior, bro. I ain't, I'm not paying for that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know.
1: We'll, we'll get into it more, you know. As right. in, um, but. Yeah, I'm not too sure, bro. I don't know what they got. But regardless of the fact, like, bring them back. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess, like we said, I guess there were those talks. Then there was the Instagram post. So, like, I hate the FTR, when
0: Dax Harwood will not shut the fuck up about CM Punk. So, oh like, no, he prays something's going on there. There's yeah. something going on.
1: I just think the way online's perceiving it, the way like Dax Hardwood's perceiving it is that like it just seems like if punk comes back, that is what's going to happen. That's why I said like, that's the match, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, and I feel like too, like I feel like the only person who really has a problem with CM punk right now is maybe Jericho. Cause Adam Cole loves CM punk. Like, he mm-hmm. loves CM Punk. Well, I
1: think it's because all these younger dudes looked up to him, too. Yeah.
0: The Bucks have, like, said a lot of glow before all this happened, obviously. Yeah. But there's vi- plenty of video of them loving CM Punk. Kenny has a working, respectful relationship with Punk. Moxley, even. Um, you had Punk talking about Moxley in, like, a glowing manner before all this bullshit happened. You can see all these. There's, there's plenty of video out there. So it's like, I'm trying to see like, what's the, like.
1: Well, I know why Jericho does it. You never heard what Jericho did on his podcast or on the live cruise he did. He did like a Q and a, and I think that I'm assuming this is when punk was champion, like in WWE during that time. And they were talking about back then and like the locker room leaders, like who they were and stuff. And I guess they were having like a talent meeting and CM Punk got up and was like, Hey, as your locker room leader, and yeah, he yeah. made that comment like, who? Yeah, and I guess him and like like the, the old heads like him and Jericho took that some type of way.
0: Yeah, but that's a million. You know what I mean? That's like a million years ago. Like, dude, that yeah, you but can't you're like
1: telling me Jer- Jericho. You see Jericho, dog. He uh, he petty. Like I saw a tweet the other day. So I saw a tweet. Jericho went at the dude. So I guess on Dynamite this week it's Keith Lee and Jericho. Oh, which I think could be a good bet.
0: Oh, it's going to be a great Dynamite.
1: But I'll admit, dog, I said it in the chat, I don't do not like what Keith Lee's doing right now at the tiniest bit. I yeah,
0: don't like this it. fucking weird gray white haired preacher thing. I'm yeah, not a I fan. feel
1: bad because I'm assuming he's invested in it.
0: Or I'm like, assuming he came to... up with that because Tony, yeah, I don't, I just Tony just ain't the one coming him. up with these ideas. That's him, hey, he's the one who guys. came up with this shit.
1: I don't know, man. It's just, I think Keith was just so hot. In 2019, during like his NXT run, because to me, I think he's been a miss in AEW,
0: yeah, he's for the been most part. Big...
1: And I hate saying that because I like Keith Lee. Well, the he's thing with Keith is the like,
0: the thing with Keith is like, he's a victim of the Tony doesn't know what to do with him, Tony yeah. doesn't know what to do with this guy. That guy should have a belt. That's a dude who yeah. has who should be a champion of something.
1: And like, if if who's I was beating Tom, that guy? Like I, I hate being that guy, so if I offend anyone. So like if I was to- Tony, kind of like, hey Keith, like you gotta dye that hair, big dog. Like having that white ain't helping you. Like, hey, I'm about embracing older age. Don't get me wrong, but do you want like a dude, an AEW World Champion with all that gray? Like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be an asshole. It's but- just,
0: it's just weird. It's just weird yeah. that he's. I don't know what the white.
1: But anyway, thing with the, yeah, what I the was robe
0: saying, yeah. and the Bible. He's carrying like a Bible and shit. Like,
1: yeah. But I saw two tweets. So Jericho, some dude made, like, an ignorant comment about, like, great two, like, fat guys fighting.
0: And I then Jericho forget.
1: quoted the tweet. Like, you know Jericho. He'll interact, tell people to fuck off. So you know if like yeah. he gets some type of way and he's like, wow, we're fat chaining in, like, 2023, 20, which I think is also dumb, like, in general. Like, yo, Keith Lee's probably a better athlete than that guy fucking tweeting it. Like, you know what I mean? And then – uh So that kind of made me feel some type of way. Just ignorance. Like, why even tweet that with your 10 followers? But, um, (laughs) then the tweet, the tweet ran under it, dog. Anytime I see Keith Lee on Twitter, that poor motherfucker, the first tweet, one of the the first five tweets in the comments is, if what I'm hearing is true, poor Gunther. Because it was like, Keith Lee, do you remember when he did that tweet? So, when, when Walter became Gunther and everyone had an uproar, because of the name change, which I was one of them, because I liked Walter. Yeah, of Uh, course. Keith Lee put out a tweet, and was like, hey, if what I'm hearing is true, dot, 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 poor Gunther. And now everyone's kind of, roasting Keith Lee with that tweet, because it's like, look where he is, kind of, you know what I mean? She. Yeah, Keith Lee, that's my homeboy, like I said, he, he just reminds me, and tell me if you agree with this, he, I got so when he was white hot in like 2019 in NXT, and I still think he can be this. But I got that vibe that he could be like that modern day superhero guy that like all the kids look up to and shit like that. Like, do do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think he could have been that guy for the for anyone. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, he sh- he should be holding a title, and I know he just had to run with the tag team titles, and that was fine but bro Keith Lee that's that's why I say he's a victim of this thing where Tony doesn't know what to do because you know you you got Kenny you got your your guys who you want to be your champions and then you have Keith Lee who looks like he can beat everybody on your roster with no yeah. problem like you yeah. know what I mean with no problem but you have him like uh, he's, here put by this in. you know what I mean is this is like,
1: his first like single stint
0: Um, on AEW. He debuted.
1: debuted, And then I remember he was in the, uh, at revolution in 2022. He was in the ladder match for the the brass ring or whatever. Um, so I remember he was in that, but then I remember when I went to double or nothing, he was in that, uh, whatever multi-man tag match. It was like him and, uh, Swerve for the first time. They didn't win a jungle express one, but, uh, because it was them, Jungle Express, and then Hobbs and Starks. So, is this is not... Because he hasn't been with the company that long. I think he's just hit a year. Because his first pay-per-view with them was Revolution last year. So, he's only been with them like a year. Yeah. So, I think, so, I think yeah. this is like his first no-shit singles thing.
0: Well, breaking news. Breaking uh, news. Brian Cage has officially re-signed with AEW.
1: Okay. okay. Way to go, big go. dog. Way to go,
0: big dog. I like Brian Cage. Yes, yeah, he just signed now, a new long term multi year deal with AEW. Uh, no,
1: what he did to Darby, that was fucking insane.
0: That he, they call that the F10 because he just, he, yeah, he spins he a motherfucker. But yo, Darby is, listen, man, Dar- do you see that shit? Darby got hit by a car in New York. Yeah. He got hit by a car and showed up to wrestle on dynamite. Not only did he have that match that he had, <laughs> afterwards, Brian Cage threw him on his face like listen man i'm gonna appreciate that kid now while he's here and breathing among us because man he's and healthy that kid is not gonna be wrestling long bro dude
1: he spun him like a pizza
0: yeah yeah that's a that's what he literally calls that the f10 because he yeah no i you know, got five is the just job. you the f5 you spin him and bring him down but this shit he's just like Literally, like what you said, he threw him like a fuck. He tossed him like a goddamn uh, dominoes.
1: Yeah. It's
0: crazy, bro. I don't know how that kid. Dude, I don't know how this kid. <laughs> I don't know how he does the so shit that he does, man. It's insanity.
1: I don't he's know. Awesome. I, get, I get worried, man. I'm that guy like who doesn't like seeing shit like that, to be real.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know he's a stuntman and he knows what he's doing. But, bro, fucking shout out to Darby Allen, bro. That dude is a man. Yeah. But yeah, man, to kind of just, uh, wrap everything up here, uh, CM Punk, bring him back. Yeah. Bring back CM Punk, yo. I need, I've been watching, um, I've been going back and watching on YouTube the CM Punk promos, promos that he had with Hangman. Obviously we talked about that documentary that some dude made about him and MJF. Um, the promos with Eddie where he called Eddie a bum. Uh, you know, the, the war wars he had there with, um, Moxley where they went back and forth. It's like, man, that dude is fun. I, I remember, and I saw this video too where he, um, after dynamite went off the air, he did that thing with Hook where, yeah. um, Hook comes out and puts him in the arm bar and suplexes him and, He's like, yeah, like, that's, dude, man, you could tell that that dude loves wrestling, man. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, I'm I'm thinking he's coming back. I'd I really so do. Too. So, especially with this Wembley thing happening, I don't think I do you not want to
1: be a part of that, you know? Yeah,
0: I think Tony, like, definitely consulted with Punk before he finalized that. And I could, and I'm just talking out of my ass, but I would think, like, yo, would you be interested in doing that? and so we can kind of work on getting you back because CM Punk at Wembley Stadium phew, shit
1: shit
0: yep. that, with that you have a possibility of a sellout mm-hmm. like if he's involved I would say that the chances of that selling out are like astronomically higher so we're going to have to wait and see man we're going to have to wait and see but yeah. Nick if that does it we have come to the end of episode 140 of Wrestling is Trash on Trash Tuesday. I am your loyal, ho- one of your loyal co hosts, Lou from the BX. You can find all my content on the Everything Podcast Instagram page. From there, you click on the Drum I.O. bio and uh, you click on my link, and everything is there nice and clean for you. All the things. But most importantly, the wrestling is trash page. I got some things cooking. I currently have so I showed I showed you guys in the chat the prototype world championship belt. Um, what I didn't tell you guys is that I sent it off to order. So it is currently being created by our good friends at Trophy Shack. So Fuck yeah. any day now. They are going to send me the final photo and they're going to ship me (laughs) the everything podcast world championship. And I will be taking that championship with me everywhere. Every live wrestling event that I go to, I will be taking that belt with me. So um, if you guys want to see that unboxing video, which I'm definitely going to do, you already know, follow everything is trash on YouTube, do all the following and make sure you stay on top of all of our content. Mm -hmm.
1: Nick. Yep. So you can follow my name, Twitter, Instagram, but most importantly, follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash on Instagram at Trash. but most importantly, the YouTube page is Wrestling Gets Trash on YouTube. Like, subscribe, share, comment, the whole nine. Do it all. Give us some love. We thank you all for all the views again, for just everything, the followers, everything. Um, thank you for listening for the past one hour, 31 minutes and eight seconds. And we bid you a farewell. Enjoy the rest of your week and all the wrestles.
0: Enjoy wrestling, guys.